Better than you believe, baby. <laughs> uh, how's this still going on? Just breathe, man. Just breathe. Um, these microphones. I was I was trained. I'm trained in a profession that uses microphones. So when I was trained in microphone usage mm-hmm. uh, back in the 90, late 90s, early 2000s. How old are you? Ugh, I'm, uh, gross. Have you heard of the Methuselah? No. What's that? He is the oldest character in the Bible. In the what now? It's it's a Bible. It's, it's the holy written word for Judeo-Christians. Oh. Or, or in the Jewish Bible. Or the uh, it would just just be the Jewish Bible. Um, but he, oh. he's like 984 years old, oldest human to ever live, like according to Holy, like holy on, Script. On the Gregorian calendar or on the Julian calendar? Not neither. No, before before Greg and, and Julian were, is, were, they weren't even around. Hold on. Is this on the Masuthalan calendar? Oh, this is old school. Oh, Babylonian. Oh, Babylonian. We're going school. Babylonian style. I don't even know what that word means. The, the Babylonians. The nation of the Babylonians? The people? I've said it once. I've said it a million times. King Nebuchadnezzar, times. King always learn stuff when I'm with you. Well, I'm I'm glad you keep coming up. This is a Bible study hour. Oh, dumb buddy, Bible study. What? <laughs> hey, welcome to a Sinner and Saint podcast with Ben and Patrick. We are coming into this hot. Uh, Can't believe you came back, yeah. idiots. You uh, might want to talk to your therapist about that. And that's a, that's a good thing. Therapy is a good thing. It is. It's a that's, very good that's thing. That's not a shame-inducing statement. No, therapy is a great thing. It is helpful all. for all of us. All of us can use a little therapy to sort through sort through the thoughts. When we keep those thoughts to ourselves, we create our own internal narrative cycles. Um, and sometimes we need an outside perspective to help us break those cycles so that we can see perspective and balance. And that brings us back to a place of uh, healing and health of what we can work through. Yeah. Are, do you think these mics are on? Are these hot? I don't know. We might just be talking to the wall. Let's just spitball this thing. It's how I often live my life. That's how we've lived all, what, Um, 16 episodes of this? Yeah. Here's a funny side story. The Bible. Hilarious. Because I I am a preacher... Because you, That's yeah, you use word. you use microphones a lot. You're an orator. I You're am a public speaker. Yeah, but within the Christian circle, I'm a preacher, so I pre- I preach. You're a religiously toned. Yeah, public speaker. and my kids have grown up in that cycle. So when we would be driving the car, mm. and I would start talking to myself, my one of my kids, when they were about three or four years old, they're like, "Dad, are you working on your sermon, or are you saying something to me?" Yeah. Now it's yeah, it's I'm really just working on the sermon, kid. It's really funny because <laughs> I remember the first time I heard you publicly speak. Yeah. Because you and I became friends. We've talked yeah. about this before, oh, yeah. our friendship and how it evolved. But the first time I heard you publicly speak was at a funeral. And I heard you like oh, get yeah. up there okay. and share your thoughts, the message, the the remembrance of I didn't the, know you were there. I don't remember you being there. I was there. I was okay. at that funeral. Yeah. And I was I was like, wow, he is in charge of the room. And as previously talked about, someone who's terrified of public speaking, I was like, I'm just kind of in awe of him right now. Yeah. Because like you 
You we've have never that. talked about this. We've, we've never, not. We've ever never talked about and, this. Well, let's have a drink and we'll get back into Holy it. Holy cow. Eddie, where are you? Help us out, buddy. What are you doing, Eddie? Eddie, we got important things, man. Come on. It'll be exactly time to get a drink. Oh, thank you, Eddie. Okay. Oh, okay. Settle us down. All right. Oh, oh, I thought I thought I was going to sing that for a second. He is he is delightful. He's what? 5'9 tops. Oh, yeah. he's not very tall. No, no. But yeah. boy, he is he's slight such build. an addition. You know, he's got the he's got the little pooch from just kind of. I kind of. I mean, he looks like he belongs in the 1940s, and I don't. I'm not positive he's not already dead and just hanging out with us. Yeah, he might be an aberration. I, I think it's we. The, here's the weird thing about Eddie. Um, now that he's not standing near. No, no, no. He went back to his cave. No, no. It's it's weird that he just kind of pops Vienna sausages throughout the like. Dude, that is so weird, isn't it? Have you found that out? Yeah. yeah. It's not okay. Yeah. But he's just like, no, no, no. I, guys, it's... That's not it's, healthy. So he might be 20 years old, but because he's popped Vienna sausages, it really is age the point. They're like candy. They're like candy. <laughs> uh, so today, thank you, Eddie, for the bring in. We're having what a tequila we sunrise. It's another tequila sunrise. This is beautiful. I've never Turns had this. Out the eagles still uh, suck. I hate you. What? They suck so You're, hard. Oh my gosh. We're done. We're done. This podcast. This Every night when the sun goes you. down, See, you hate the pe- you, you hate can the find a better band in town. There's not one. There's not. There's eagles are class. Everybody loves the eagles. Yeah. Except Ben. What a oh! Everybody loves superhero movies too. If you not cilantro, 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 cilantro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, this is if you've never, I've never, I've heard of Tequila Sunrise. Um, it's another. I when they sang that. Okay, here when they sang that song, I thought they meant like this is the morning that I'm on a hangover after I've had a lot of tequila. Which is probably obviously where the song, where the meaning of the drink comes from. The song, I don't know. I've got. I'm gonna have to do some studying off offline. I thought that was like the beauty of the sunrise after you've been hungover from tequila. Okay. I didn't know. As documented on this podcast, not an Eagles fan. I never thought this was an actual drink. So this this drink is red on the. And and I'm gonna tell on you. I'm gonna tell on you because when I made this drink. You tasted it and you were like, wait, there's tequila in here? And I was like, yeah. And then I, so a tequila sunrise is just tequila and orange juice. You mix that together, pour it in a glass. But then because grenadine, which is kind of like a cherry juice, has a different specific gravity, it's heavier. It's not. (laughs) Again, that's for the. It's family friendly. Bonjour for the French. A Sinera and podcast. Um, but when you drop the, when you lightly pour the grenadine in there, it all sinks to the bottom. So it really does look like a sunrise because it is. It's a tequila sunrise. And he was just like, wow, this is a beautiful cocktail. And it's I like. Don't, I don't want to drink this because it's so pretty. Yeah. Well, it's, um, you don't have to. Red on the bottom. It, and it just kind of almost t- tastes like just orange juice. It really does. It tastes just like orange juice. This mess you up real quick, son. Yeah, yeah. It gets your brain real foggy. As my as my dad would say when I didn't listen or was a smartass. He was gonna mess your brain up, bro. I'll, I'll mess you up. Wow. I once got told by an uncle, "I'll knock you into next Tuesday." He'd say that. That's how he'd say it. Our, yeah. 
I'm gonna put my foot in your okay donkey. Is this the abuse episode? Is this where we just pull back no. the curtains on? Okay, you don't like great. the Eagles. So here's my thing. Um, I don't like things that are popular. And that's my problem. Yeah, that's, your, that's is, just your rebellious state. I, I think so. And what broken you. Uh, broken you. Well, that's, again, therapy talk. Oh. So I've... Um, I, there have been times, so when I was in high school, the Eagles did their Hell Freezes Over reunion tour. Yeah. They were getting back together. Yeah. But I can remember, I think we've talked about before, my pop had like this treasure trove of vinyl that was underneath like a bench in our house. And I found Hotel California in there. And I was familiar, but only with the song Hotel California. I, I want to write a play script for that song. Sky's the limit, buddy. How amazing what are you waiting on? Would that movie be? Um, well, I'm, right now I'm in the middle of. I'm kind of busy with a podcast right now, but I think when that fizzles out, I'll probably go into play play script writing. Now, hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. We pause the podcast indefinitely. <laughs> you write this script. Dreams come oh. true. Oh. I do more fishing. Oh my gosh! This and this feels like a win win. The problem. The problem is, is Carl. The, <laughs> I need, He's Carl, always I need the problem. Carl to be the lead character. Of this. Carl's and always Carl the problem. Carl and Babs are stuck out in, in Nevada. And, well, uh, last just, we heard. It's just a matter of time. Last we heard. I hope they're okay. They we haven't heard from them in a while. They're eating dessert out there. Okay. They're eating dessert in the <laughs> desert. Um, I like the Eagles when they kind of came back, and it was almost kind of that acoustic feel um, because I like that acoustic sound a lot more. But I, I honestly, I have to tell on myself here, maybe there's my own center moment. I don't have a good reason not to like the Eagles because I like a lot of bands in that same genre. Like, I really love Jackson Brown. And he's not, I mean, he wrote, uh, what's the, you know, I'm going down the road, trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on it. What's that? Take it easy. He wrote that song. And the Eagles were the ones who actually performed it. So that's Jackson Brown's song that the Eagles did. So I don't have a good reason not to like the Eagles. I think growing up, though, I was just much more of I needed a little bit more edge. Like I liked Led Zeppelin and the Doors and the Rolling Stones and the Eagles just seemed a little too soft rock for me. Um, yeah. So so mine's a different story. Mine in high school. So I joined the Columbia CD Club. What does CB stand for? CD. Oh, Yes. I remember the Columbia you know CD. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And there was another one. And I can't remember what the name of it was. BMG or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so I was in both yeah. of them. I found their... They, Rebel. Right. It was... It was 16 CDs for a penny. Right. Or buy buy an album and get... Yeah, whatever. Whatever yeah. it was. And I found like their best deal because mine... Most of those, then you had to buy so many CDs in, within three years or something. And I found right. one that was, didn't require that. Oh, Okay. So I got the 16 CDs for a penny and then didn't have to buy any at full price ever, 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 ever. And I found that with him. It was in a magazine publication or whatever. And found Talk about an ultimate so life hack. And so then then you could buy CDs, at, you know, two or three dollar CDs. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I did that a lot. Um, wow. And, yeah. And then Finger Hut was the magazine that sold like. Okay. Garbage products, right? And I bought my stereo off Finger Hut, which was a... a, a you were a very advanced mail-order kid. Uh, wow. I, If I had an addiction to the Home Shopping Network, mm -hmm. I, I absolutely... Yeah. If I watched it, it'd be not good. 
<laughs> because a lot of that stuff, I watch that stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. I need that. Uh huh. I I need something that helps me to peel hard boiled eggs in a second. <laughs> Who doesn't need that? Everyone yeah, doesn't need yeah, that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, everybody does need that. How can um, I crack my hard boiled eggs so much faster? So yeah, as a, as a high school student, like I bought Eagles Boston. Oh uh, yeah. Like that. That was my music catalog, and I had an yeah. uncle, Uncle Johnny, mm-hmm. uh, was a DJ at uh, one of the local radio stations. Okay. And he would he would buy me as a DJ, right? He'd get. I, I assume he would get free promo pieces from bootlegs from like the hot artists, three eleven. Uh, Pearl Jam, yeah. REM. Like I've heard of them. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. Good. I'm glad you know them. Yeah. Um, and so, like for Christmas, that's I would. I, maybe he bought it. And I, it doesn't matter either way. Yeah. I don't care if it was bought or if we got it free. Yeah. But he would give me stuff like that, and I'd be like, oh, "You're like, this is awesome." I just got the Eagles album or whatever, and he'd be like, "That's my generation's music." Yeah. Why are you listening to my generation's music? Yeah. And I was like, "Oh no, this stuff's this stuff's great." Uh, but yeah, that was, that was the music. That's the stuff that I grew up on. Yeah. And of course, um, Queen kind of relaunched the late nineties because of Wayne's world. Yeah. Right. And I've heard this, that like Queen reintroduces itself to every generation. It absolutely does. Right. So they they reintroduce themselves in the nineties with Wayne's world, with Wayne's world. They introduced themselves in the late 20 teens with, with Bohemian Rhapsody with, with, with Remy, Malick, well right? and then Remy Malik won best actor for that yes so yeah yeah did you watch that oh great movie so you're familiar with that movie oh absolutely oh good I'm glad you yeah. caught that one Th- that feels pointed was that <laughs> oh, was that pointed just an observation uh if, you know, re- if this so is re- the music episode I'm gonna talk circles around <laughs> you Bob I, I think you've been dreading it easily would you have been dreading this episode Nope, I'm going to bring it back so that I have control. <laughs> no, I went out of this trap. Get me out of here. Get me out of uh, here. Movies that are, are biopics on music legends. Have you, how many have you watched? Because uh, there, there's been like, a lot of them, right? Johnny Cash, right? With, they have, oh, with Walk the Line? Yeah, Cash. Yeah, with, yeah Walk yeah. the Line and Ray. Yeah, with, uh, with Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. And here's the thing. I think Jamie Foxx, for a couple of years, thought he was Ray Charles. Because he showed up everywhere <laughs> as Ray Charles. And it's just like, yo, man, you're a gifted actor. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. move on. But it's okay. That was... If you compare, me money! So Ray and Cash came out, and they walked the line and came out at the same time. They were close. Ray was certainly the better movie of the two. I never saw it. What? Yeah, I never saw Ray. It's... Have you seen Walk the Line? I have. Okay. Asked and answered. Move on. <laughs> Ray, Ray is way better. Um, Phenomenally better. Okay. And then, and then you really have, you have a few that go through and try a few different stories. I think there was, there was one maybe on the Rolling Stones. Okay. Um, maybe a couple of different ones that were kind of lower key, not didn't get nearly the publicity, publicity. Then you get Bohemian Rhapsody. Which knocked my socks off. Which was phenomenal. I thought it right. was, it's, it's. One of it's probably the best biopic I've ever seen. It, it's very um, good. It's, I would rank it up there with Ray. And like, as okay, far as telling the story. Okay, and and the reason that I think that is, you have these historical movies that are they're they're the recreation of what's happened, and that's great. But I think that I, hold on, can I just yeah. note like, did we say cilantro? We did. You said cilantro. 
but cilantro. Yeah. But what yeah. what would be? I mean, this is tequila sunrise. So, like in the Hispanic, Latinx, what would I? I feel like we did a little bit. Of, I don't know what they. Yeah, I don't. I don't know our, what they're. Should have done a little bit of homework on there, and we should have offered our. I don't know what their two year health. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just uh, if you can help us out there, send us an it's, email. Let us know that so we could be like, Olay. I I <laughs> probably not Olay, but I I have to say it's it's almost like I wish there was a computer sitting in front of you right now that what? you could quickly type. I am, but I'm not going to be what? distracted by that. So ah, okay. <laughs> there's a there's an easy side door. There's an easy side door. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, back to our regularly scheduled episode. <laughs> uh, we were talking about movie biopics, and in that we were processing Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, so the thing that got me... With Bohemian Rhapsody was not just Remy Malek and how well he portrayed. It was the same. Um, like you didn't feel like you were watching an actor. You felt like you were watching Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. And, but also Brian May and, and Roger. Yes. And like you, yes. they all looked. And like when you go back. So if you've not done this. I've done, I think I've done this. Okay. I think I've done this. But like if you go back and watch the Live Aid video yes. of them on stage. Yes. The costumes oh. were exact. And the actions. And the like. And Almost like, exact. Yeah. And just the way that they put all of the time in. So I remember when I went and saw the movie Ali in maybe the late 90s mm. with Will Smith. Oh, my god! And now, and you may not know this. This is something that a lot, a lot of people know about me. I'm an enormous boxing fan. I love boxing. I love watching boxing. I like the going sport, to the... not the English holiday. Correct. Or Canadian yeah. holiday. Oh, yeah. Canadian? They, they're also Boxing Day, December 26th. Oh, it's coming up. Good for them. Yeah, we'll celebrate. Um, Everton plays that day. I'll be... I'll, I'm all in on Boxing Day. Um... But the uh, the the movie was highly anticipated. I thought it was going to be great, but it was just Will Smith being a boxer. My problem with Ray is it's Jamie Foxx acting like someone. Oh, really? It's you know, oh. and so I need that. I, I disagree. I need that cast to be lesser known because that makes the biopic more engaging, mm. and because I think. From my own personal view, and there are people out there who may know differently, but when Bohemian Rhapsody was made, Remy Malik was only known for Mr. Robot. Mm -hmm. He hadn't done, he wasn't, he yeah, wasn't an right. A-list celebrity. Right. He was someone kind of coming up. Yep. And so, so if, if you're, yeah, if your big actor in the biopic is a world famous person, I can't see Muhammad Ali. I only see Will Smith trying to be Muhammad Ali and it oh, ruins it for me. See, I... So I disagree. Okay. So I, I had a different experience. I did. I don't know much of. I didn't know much of Muhammad Ali's story. I knew. I knew certainly bits and, oh, bits okay. and pieces. I knew Cassius Clay. Yeah. I knew, I knew elements of the story. Okay. Done a, in junior high, I had done a story on um, on Joe Lewis as a boxer. Oh yeah. And so I that yeah. that led me into some other longtime foe of Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so for me to actually, and I just sat down and watched Ali. Probably within the last three years. Okay. That I got to actually was like, oh, I want to watch this. I'm sorry you can't get that time back. That's terrible. Yeah. I, I don't regret it. I, oh, I, you enjoyed it. It was okay. It was good for me. I'm okay looking at A-list actors and roles like that. If they, and, and my, For me, my test is if, if you help me forget that you're Will Smith. Yeah. And there were moments in there where he did. That's where we differ. Okay. Now, I will say the highlight of that movie from having watched a lot of those old fights 
whoever they got to play George Foreman looked exactly like young George Foreman. And I was like, that's the win. That's That's the the takeaway. That's the big win from this movie was George Foreman looked like young George Foreman, but Will Smith couldn't be anybody but Will Smith because he's so, so he's Independence Day. Welcome to Earth. After Bohemian Rhapsody, then there was the Elton John biopic. Uh Uh-huh. Excellent. Phenomenal. Absolutely excellent. And and there certainly was... I don't remember who played Elton John. Exactly right. Exactly. That's what made right. it good. So, that, so, and that was a great story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I knew there was Aretha, Aretha Franklin out there. Okay, I never, I didn't know that one. And and that was really, that was good for me because I didn't, I didn't realize she was such a civil rights leader and she was so closely tied with MLK. Mm-hmm. So there's an A-list, I would say she's an A-list, A-list actress that portrays her. Who um, is it? Jennifer Hudson? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, and does a phenomenal, I mean, she's a phenomenal singer anyway, and there's not many. Well, and, and I, maybe I'm, maybe I pigeonholed that, but I'm like, when you say there's an A-list actress who played her and I'm like, okay, who can sing well, who kind of looks like her, like Jennifer Hudson's the first one that comes to mind Yeah, and and phenomenal actress. Yeah. And I'm not super familiar with, with either of their lives. Okay. And so I was able to get lost in it. Oh, good. Um, good. And then recently we watched the Elvis Presley biopic that was mm-hmm. really big a couple mm-hmm. years ago. There's another one that I haven't seen that's more comedic with, uh, it's called, I think it's called Elvis and Nixon. That takes okay. a little bit more of a comedic approach to their interaction. Okay. Because they had an interaction uh, when he was president, when Nixon was president. Um, but we re- the Elvis biopic is, well, it's long. Um, and they don't have an A-list actor in there. But I'm familiar with Elvis, and the way that they portrayed him in the movie, I felt like he was like a Kindle. Like I felt like he was kind of um, uh, feminized. Like I don't felt like he met. Okay. Like which, uh, there's liberties you take, and I'm okay with that. But yeah. I felt like I felt like it was in a little a little bit of a disservice. Uh, it, okay. It was it was a little hard to stay focused on the movie that I thought had a great storyline, but it was like. He, I feel like he's a, he's some sort of uh, political ad or something in that, in that regard. So yeah, it, 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 I struggled to stay in. It didn't, it didn't draw me into it. But yeah, I, but I also think I learned aspects about his life that I, I knew he had a storied past. Sure, um, sure, and how that affected him. So I, I didn't realize. I didn't. The movie kind of focuses on the relationship between him uh, and who his agent was, and I didn't realize the handler of TCB, right? What's that? The 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 kind of handler of TCB, the guy who's like TCB. Never mind. Maybe I I didn't see it. Maybe I don't I don't know. But his agent just kind of manipulated him, took advantage of him. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So no. um, Elvis. I know weird little things about Elvis. Yeah. But I don't care. Yeah. Like he's, I he's dead. I don't care. Like he wasn't that talented to me. Like he so, just, so here, he was, a, he was, he was erotic to a young female presence. Yeah, and and that's what it was. It was he was really the first person to like objectively sell sex, and yeah. so people were just like, oh, this right. is sinful. I right. want so in. Elvis, so Elvis and Beatles kind of created this, um. And I still don't understand this. This is something I'd love to dig into mm-hmm. and understand a little bit more. But that kind of cr- like this fainting from the yeah. female audience that when they would see him or yeah. touch him, 
they would just become so overwhelmed that they couldn't yeah. handle it. Like there, there's probably a term for all of that. Provocative. Yeah, whatever it was, but yeah, I don't know if we've seen anything like that since the Beatles. Like Elvis certainly was the first. He Beatles was. were secondary. He was. And then anyone else, yeah. yeah, that may have shown up, but not nearly as widespread as it was. And, I, and that's, yeah. again, that's a that's a generational thing. Sure. Um, they certainly moved the music industry and music, the music vernacular into a different. Yeah, because, because like, I'm, I'm a big Bruce Springsteen fan, and he has talked about that, like, the first time he got arrested was climbing the gates and running across the grass at Graceland trying to get to Elvis's house. Okay. Like Elvis was a okay. huge, influence huge on influence him. on him. Uh-huh. And while, and it's kind of ironic, but it's like, I mean, granted Springsteen's my parents age. And like, I love Springsteen because I grew up in the Springsteen generation, but like he grew up in the Elvis generation and Elvis right. was his idol where yeah. I'm like, Elvis sucks. Yeah. Like Elvis just sucks. He's with the Eagles. He sucks. So like, El- Elvis has, has permanence for me because my, I remember my grandmother I was like, do you remember Elvis? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> Meemaw Mim- remembered Elvis. And then she's like. I love that you asked your grandma, do you remember Elvis? And she's like, yeah, like the the biggest music star when so, I was young. Yeah, yeah so I remember like that guy. Six or seven, right? He died in, what was it, 73, 72, 73, I think. Sure. Six years before I was born. I don't know. He died in um, August. That's right. all I know. So, and I remember Maybe he was asking born her, August? like, do you, do you remember him? And she's like. And, and that would have been the formative years of her life. Yeah. Right? And so when she was like, oh, yeah, his his death hit me hard. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. oh. Like, I think connecting the two of, like, this celebrity to yeah. reality, those things had an overlap. And had, yeah. And had some sort of impression or permanence there. Sure. Uh, at, at seven or eight or nine or however old I was when I asked her that, was like, wait, what? Like... Yeah. This celebrity could have an impact on just regular Joe, average Joe, yeah, Mima's daily life. And it's I I have said this for a long time because I think what the music industry looks for isn't what's good; it's what's different. Oh, certainly. And does so not, it's, it does not look for what is good. No, and have it's. You met Miley Cyrus? I've not. I've, not met her, I've never met her. her. Have I've, you seen her? Have you seen what she does? I've heard. I've heard. I've heard her name. Now I sound yep. just like an old man. It's yeah. Like, oh, she's, she's, oh, have you seen the Miley Cyruses <laughs> out there? Have, have you seen Madonna? Have you have seen you, what's a Madonna? <laughs> um, no, I. But for me, like, I never watched the Elvis biopic because I don't care. Like, and and that's the thing too is like these biopics go so long, it, and it's like I get one. it. I get it. Your life was. Impressive to a multitude of people. I'm not your audience. I accept that. I'm going to move on. Yeah, so I I lean into those because I'm like, what do I not know? I don't care, but what do I not know that this story has to tell me? Well, here's what happened. You apparently watched that entire biopic, and you don't know what TCB is. And somehow I, who never watched that biopic, knows that Elvis had a band of his closest people that wore a TCB necklace that was taking care of business. And so they were his inner circle of the people who would do whatever Elvis needed done. But the way that they got into that inner circle is he gave them a gold necklace with the initials TCB. That wasn't any part of the movie. And which is weird because it's like as he got more and more famous, he got more and more 
he had to have more and more security, like Bruce Springsteen running across the lawn at Graceland trying to get to his house to meet Elvis because he was so influential and polarizing a character that like the young generation loved him and their parents hated him because they thought he was the epitome of sin. Sure, yeah. Which I was gyrating hips. Yeah, boy. Mm hmm. I'll be your hound dog or whatever that song is. <laughs> See, I don't even know it because it's dumb. Who cares? Uh, That's not yeah, our generation. Yeah. No, no, I yeah, I totally fall. But yeah, so biopics. There's there's one about Whitney Houston coming out. You're not gonna watch it. I I will. Wow. And Why? May even. Um, you want to cry? Did you Did you like Whitney? No. Oh, I I found her to be pretty phenomenal. I think for me, her relationship with Bobby Brown was just tragic. Like, yes, that's why I don't want to watch it. Talk about an angel. I don't want to watch somebody die in a bathtub because of cocaine. (sighs) Like, I mean, just that's just me. I know that's a strong opinion. Yeah, but I don't want to watch somebody who was once at the height of their career get mired down by the cesspool of a drug addicted partner who clipped their wings as you said and so and i agree hey, hey ben, it's you're, like, you're on a podcast called a sinner and saint that explores the best and the worst worst of life okay and this like, she's <laughs> she's act she's she is the, the best and worst of life like you're the co-host like th- that's the like she is one who could have who who could have just flown wait what am i supposed to do here then i'm I'm, it, I'm just saying it, like there's talk, a there's Talk a podcast about where, the, where the sinner moment just consumed her. I thought we were on the, wings. I like thought, I thought we were on the live radio. <laughs> Is this? Oh, okay. Oh, that's my bad. That's I, I, my bad. Guys. That. To which I would add this: that is also the beauty of her story. I don't know, man. That's the beauty of her death. Because it seemed like the only thing that she and and I I know very little so. Like, this is very armchair quarterbacking, this story. But, like, I know that she was... She was a was, quarterback? She was a quarterback. I didn't... What, who did she play for? The Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Trent, Trent Green successed her. Um, no, I think that, like, she was... She was at a point in America's eyes where she could do no wrong. And then, like, she gets involved with this guy who's just an absolute stain with his addictions and gets her addicted... And then they fall into this cycle of drug use that just perpetuates and drags them down and causes them legal issues and causes them all. And it's like they're, but they're talented. And then she just, didn't she die in a hotel? Like so many do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's just tragic. It's not this glorified death. Yeah. And I mean, that's a lot of people like we were nineties kids. Soundgarden. Kirk Cobain. But Chris Cornell. Later in life, yeah, Chris Cornell and his I mean, 50s. earlier Janis Joplin, like, but yeah, Jimi Hendrix, like uh, Jim Morrison, like these are all Chris Farley. When if you've moved to the movies, like, oh, there's just yeah. this story, yeah. right? It, it, that's, but that's the story of this podcast. The story is like, if if you're honest, like if you flat out are just honest, and you if you can try to put yourself in their position and be mm-hmm. like, when when the road right, Robert Robert is it Robert Frost. Like the 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 fork in the road, yeah, and right. I chose the less travel path. Yeah, yeah, right. If you're honest with yourself, you're like the the temptation before you with any of your choices in life could have gone a whole other direction 
with one with one decision with one choice. No, you're right. They could have, and I guess I guess I take the comfortable under the radar self righteous. I'm like, look what you did. <laughs> Whitney Houston, you wasted your talent, you wasted your life, and look at me. I'm on a podcast that 17 people listen to. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Up yours, Whitney. May you rest in peace. Um, yeah, no, yeah. That, that's for me, that's the beauty of it. It's like yeah. one, one dis- like even in my own life, I can look at my own life and be like, one decision would have sent me on a whole different trajectory, which is part of why you don't watch a lot of Marvel movies. But one of the things and they do by in a there, lot, you mean any? Any, yeah. but in that they talk about alternate universes, and I, I absolutely well, yeah, they have go to back sell in my movie. I don't care why they do it. They as long as you tell the story well, I don't mm-hmm. care why you do it. If you go, if I go back into my life, I can go back to key moments, and there's certainly less key moments that probably also play into this. But I can certainly go back into key moments that where I'm like, if I had to choose left instead of right. Mm-hmm. The trajectory of my life would have taken a whole different formation. I love, I absolutely love what you're talking about because I have, so here's how I met my wife. I worked at a specific bar downtown where a woman who was a lobbyist would come in and dine often. She and I became, she and I like dated and and became. Like got my lobbyist, you mean somebody who created the entryways of most businesses to for someone to wait while they had a meeting? <laughs> you were so proud of it. <laughs> you were so Dang proud of that darn. joke. Darn. More concise. Shorten that down. Edit it. Shorten it down. It'll work. Workshop it. Tell your kids. Uh, Try that one out on your kids. I'm a lobbyist. I helped design the injury spaces for most. She um she was a political <laughs> lobbyist for a specific organization, and uh, but I met her because <laughs> she would dine at this restaurant where I worked, and then she ended up moving on from that. She worked at another place where she met who would become my boss, and then but because she met him, I had the end to work for him. I worked for him for a while. She and I broke up. My wife, my now wife, worked for that organization with me. That's how we met. I moved on to another organization, but that's so it's this weird, like kind of in and out of life of these different connections and happenstances, which we talked about earlier. We didn't never look at natural word. Not circumstances. Not circumstances, but it was it was just these out of nowhere connections that happened that like I look back at my personal and my professional career. And I can kind of connect these weird dots of how professional and personal relationships interacted and got me to where I am today. And it's not that much different than like your wife and I worked together out of a pure random circumstance that like we didn't know each other before we worked together. We just happened to work together and share an office. And then I met you. And now you and I do this stupid thing that we're t- calling a Center and Saint podcast. Yeah, it's a waste of time. Yeah, it's a complete waste of time. Well, I mean, only if you're Remy Malik. He's not well, listening. Yeah. So when we when they make the movie for this, it's going to be amazing. Who's going to play you? Oh, that's a great question. Who would <laughs> who would play you in a movie? 
Do you know yours? Who would play you? Uh, back in the late '90s and early 2000s, I would have wanted Nicolas Cage to play me. Play God, me. All yeah. I could, I, now I originally thought Jason Statham, but that might be a bald biased. <laughs> but I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, I I I have to think about Jim that Gaffigan. Now. Jim Gaffigan play me. Me. Oh, maybe. you. Maybe. No, you're not that funny. No, no, no. I'm I'm going purely looks. Oh, I'm not looks. that pale either. Though. Uh, no. He's real pale. Ooh, I'm going to think about it. We're going to come back to this in an episode or two. We're no, no, no. We're, we're going to hash it out right now. No, no. We're going to hash it out right now. Okay. Off the top of your head, who's going to play you in a movie? Um, Somebody's going to... Who's? Oh, well, let's start easy. Who's going to play Brutus? Another Sharpe boxer mix? Uh, No, no. They're going to go... We're going to go Golden Retriever. God, because so it's more... Dumb. Yeah. Oh, but, it's more aesthetic. But we got to appease to the audience. Get so out of here, Golden that. Retriever owners. Yeah. Uh, for me, they're going to... They're going to... We got to beautify... Uh, the element, uh, and so um, it's you know we need someone who who can be bald but big. Um, the Rock, <laughs> but like The Rock in like a, a not Samoa texture. Uh, I'm, like I'm maybe gonna, they could sepia The Rock. No, I'm I'm gonna go with Alan Richardson from The Reacher. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to shave his head, or they're gonna give up the the shave head. Um, they're gonna say we're not gonna do. We're not gonna go bald or beard. We're just gonna go extremely handsome. Which Wait, is oh. often what people think of me when they see me. Like you just, are magnetic. We have had dinner <laughs> numerous times where our server just latches onto you, male or female. <laughs> Our server latches onto you, and I am just in the shadows, and they never even ask what I want to eat. They're just like, oh, my gosh, you just have an energy that draws me right in. And you're Ka- like, yeah. Kavorka, you, you, call, you, I, you I have the Kavorka from the Kavorka, Seinfeld, right? The like, Kavorka. The lure. magnetism. The lure of the animal. That, uh, that Kramer has. The yeah. lure of the animal. Well, careful. You watch have yourselves. the Kavorka. Well, Cammy, watch herself. I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm yeah. out of this. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out who would play you in a movie of this stupid I, podcast. I'm going to go with Alan Richardson. Like, he's a handsome devil. Then I'm going to go with Alan Arca. Ooh, Alan Arca. That's... Alan like Arkin. That. Arkin? Yeah, from... Arkin. Uh, from um, he's just an old man. He just uh, seems bitter. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Maybe Lewis Black. He seems more cynical. I'm going to go with Jack Black. For me? Yeah. Yeah. Musical, musical uh, knowledge. Have you, have you seen him recently? Like he's like all the way whited out. So, so he did. I'll take Jack Black. I know That's you fine. don't know this movie. They're, they redid Jumanji. So Robin Williams did a movie called Jumanji. Robin, <laughs> Robin Williams is a comedian <laughs> from back in the day. Very funny. Uh, did a lot of great things. <laughs> very funny. But The Rock and okay. Kevin okay, Hart and, and uh, Jack Black then remade the Jumanji. Not. Not what's a Jumanji? It's the what's a uh, Kevin Hart? Oh my goodness, we need so much help. So, uh, you Jumanji is this modern day where you get then locked into a game and it brings you into this kind of jungle atmosphere and you become the characters in that game. I'm out, there's gonna be snakes. It's the jungle, there's snakes. I'm out. Indiana Jones there. You're you're tapping into that energy. But it's that's that's my real life. I'm it's out. pretty hilarious. It's it's quite and, and it's one of I'm not a fan of Jack Black, but that is one of his performances that is the best. I will tell you right now, that's a trifecta of suck I will never watch because <laughs> The Rock, Kevin Hart, and Jack Black are at the very top of my list for people I cannot stand watching in movies. 
Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this someday. We're not. Ever we're gonna, gonna do it as a podcast. We're, we're just gonna watch Jumanji. Ever, that is the and you're gonna worst. Get the live uh, feedback of Ben snoring. That's what you're gonna get. Ben putting himself to sleep in front of a movie he has no int- that I'm not even joking. That sounds like the worst thing possible with those three people. You, you sound like a crotchety old man. Uh, again, Alan Arkin would be perfect to play me. <laughs> I mean, I didn't miss the target I, on on attitude. Just Fair on enough. Looks. So we so we covered biopics. Um, who do we offend today? Well, we we never covered Sinner and Saint moment. So uh, we we'll gotta, do it next time. Uh, the whole format of the forecast, uh, the podcaster is thrown out. What, like this is the first time we've ever skipped over the center and Saint I part? Think, I think maybe so. I think we've always kind of tagged it, but oh, you can tag it. Okay, you um, got you got you, uh, fast and fast and furious version. I don't know. I I don't know what that would be. Fast and furious. Uh, we offended. Um, I feel like I got sour today. Who who'd you who'd you offend today? Anybody who likes Elvis, the Eagles, or Whitney Houston, for real, no doubt. For real, you're like I hit that try. And anybody who like, I'll go again. The Rock, Kevin Hart, or Jack Black, all six of those. If you like them, get bent. Quit listening. We got other listeners. Go uh, away. I'm, I'm sorry that Ben is so offensive in this podcast. We um we we hope that you can overlook. We're trying to help heal him and his scars. So just keep coming back. I think if we all lean into this, we can. It's can another <laughs> tequila sunrise. Um, we we can make a difference. We can make a difference. No, lean, lean, lean in. Never. Ben Ben's soul is not as dark as it appears. It's black as this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you offend today? Um, I got six already under my belt. Nobody. I, was, I got nine I, more. I feel like I was on. I, I feel like I was very well behaved. So I. Aww. I was so bad last episode that. <laughs> they are so had, cute at this age. To, I had to give you a chance to to really show your uh, show your worth. Oh you man, I yeah, I leaned into some center moments here. I had a lot of hate. Maybe that's my center moment. Maybe, yeah, I am so center, sorry for how much moment, I hate everything. I, the center moments are this. You you kind of just talked about the disgust and discrepancy, like. At the moment that you're lost, like like Whitney Houston, there is no worth in you. And I hate for everything. Me, I offer no. the same moment of like, even at your worst, there's still value there. False. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, takeaways from this is, uh, uh, man, we we need. So, like, if you go back to biblical times, those are the stories that were told around the campfires that helped to, to create the. The identity of a people, as well as well as the individuals. Today we use movies uh, and uh, shameless plug podcasts to help shape our identity and tell us the stories of. Well done. <laughs> th- thank you there uh, to tell the stories of our life and perspective and, and diversity uh, to find our our place with and among different voices, um, and so we we need that like we. If we just sit in our own circle, we just tell a narrative that just kind of cycles within itself. So we need perspective. We need stories outside of ourselves to help add dimension and, and dynamic uh, to the fabric of life. And so, yes, that's, that's I think, the thing that we take away from that. Learn dynamic. Learn perspective in your story. What did you learn today? That's what I just said. That was your outgoing I, spirit. I No. I, I felt I, so much like your outgoing spirit. No, I'm... I'm I'm pumping that up. I learned today that 
if if you're an A list celebrity, boy, you can't show in a you can't show up in a biopic to learn Ben to teach Ben anything. <laughs> to learn Ben anything. To teach him the ice. If uh, if you want to learn me anything, you want to learn me anything. Hey, that's you get a, a B list celebrity. Don't people say that tequila makes them do nasty things or things that are unsightly? Well, this, oh no, the tequila sunrise certainly has done that. Tequila sunset. Tequila. Oh tequila wait, what? Grave digger. Tequila. Oh, so any other life lessons? No. I, the life I, feel, lesson, I feel like this is the episode where I listen back and I want to trash it. <laughs> where I'm like, wow, the also, I was such a jerk. The off-the-line, non-visual episode is Ben's hair has gone through three evolutions through this podcast as he has rubbed his head through it. So he is he's, he's not in a good state. He's not in a good state. Yeah, uh, guys, it's Weekend Ben. So <laughs> and, and really what that boils down to is Patrick's just jealous I have hair. <laughs> Shut up. Uh-huh. Um, my takeaway is this. Um, Wait, is this your spirit or is this your takeaway? This is my my spirit to send you out into the Man, world. Are you okay? So, yeah, we just get, we have so much terminology now. I get tripped up because I thought your spirit was your takeaway. No, observations and takeaways. We talked about who we offended, then we do takeaways. Then messing we do up my hair again. Out. Messing up my Fourth hair Evolution, 4.0. Ben- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my take, take us out, big my gravy. takeaway is take this: us out. Uh, look at the look at the biopics of other lives, and look at what resonates, and look at what makes you uncomfortable. Uh, and in the things that resonate, there is beauty to be invested in and to be purified. And in those things that make you uncomfortable, the things that you can uh, look at with your shame, put the shame aside. Uh, move to a place of healing and restoration and offer that to the world that's around you. That was wordy. Man, I got to tell you, like, after listening to you say that, uh, <laughs> you might be a better person than I because Whitney Houston sucks. <laughs> Ow! Yeah. Oh, and she'll always love you. <laughs> she'll always love Kevin always. Costner. That's all. Just Kevin Costner. <laughs> she'll love you. And so will Dolly Parton. Up yours. Yeah. Let's get you into a therapist, Ben. You know, that was a rough session for you. (laughs) Guys, I don't think I can drink tequila anymore. Like, I used to really like it. Did you have the worm? Did you get the worm? You got the worm. I'll be honest with you. I was fine with the tequila. I think it was the orange juice that put me over the top. It was, um, it was the grenadine. The no, grenadine yeah, was I, too much. I think once I felt that orange juice inside my system, I was like, no, sir. I will only be sour. You certainly did an evolution in that space. Uh, guys, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I don't know what happened. I feel like I got angry and I just latched on. And, and I... I probably should have had lunch. Ben, uh, we, know, we know that movies are hard for you, and that's okay. I guess, I, and I think I thought it was going to be the music episode, and I had a lot of hope, <laughs> and I was really excited, and then it wasn't, and I got just mad. I got to, so, I, the music episode, for, uh, not, it scares me. No, not the music me. episode number two yeah. is what this one is. Hey, thank, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming back time and time again. Thanks yeah, for following thanks us for coming. On, on the platform that you enjoy the most. Come back. We'll see you next week on Sunday. Or will we? Who knows? I'll see you. Ben, you know, we'll see. Yeah, whatever. <laughs>